producer just said had some very good points, Kev. So we're 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 working here too. We're killing it. Have to say that. Yeah, he's he said we were on track, Kev. He said we were on track. That's what, what he said. Mean? What does that mean, Cam? It means that we were doing good. We we're good. We were good. We were it relevant. Was good. It was exciting. a uh, podcast, goosedigital.com. Episode 45, Ooh. who do we have? Chris O'Neill. Robin Kroll. Kevin Butler. Michael Turksani. It's episode 46. I can't believe I just blurted out 45. <laughs> All right. We're talking about, what are we talking about? Franticness, speed, pressure, time to move. Last couple of weeks on the B2B side of things, we're seeing organizations that are ready to get going. Um, they've got budget, they've got platform, but they need, they need some support. So that's what we're talking about. You know, we, we've, we've, man, there's been a, there's been more than a few where we're in right now, where I don't know if it's just the pandemics kind of coming to a place where people are feeling more comfortable kind of moving forward. And now they're kind of really starting to put the heat on, but whatever it is, let's talk about the speed and, and some of the aspects of the current environment. And then let's look at the gaps that we're seeing in the market. So who wants to take it first? Chris, this was uh, partly your, your baby, but maybe you guys could go first and then we'll, we'll yeah. chime in. So, uh, so panic, um, you know, I guess panic is probably a really too strong of a word, but I would say marketing leaders are basically, you know, getting the ball now, um, getting the ball, meaning that um, they, have been given the green light to go out and grow because now that you know sort of organizations are realizing either they uh, are going to survive this this COVID thing or they better get more business on in order to sort of keep it going I think there's like a bit of a fervor as far as okay so let's get this thing together and let's get out there and, and, and make it happen um, and so marketing leadership is like okay you guys want to do all this stuff. You want to go after, you know, those two or three different audiences, etc. And yes, I know that like I've had these platforms for, for the last couple of years, but we did let a few, you know, people, agencies, whatever go when things kind of tightened up. And now you want me to go out and act as though I've got this full department. A mm, little bit of a problem there, a little bit of a gap. Yeah, Chris, uh, I can add to that. Like, I, I think you're right. Like, here we are, we're about six or so, six and a half months into COVID. And I think it's certainly more of a known entity than it was at the beginning. And I think a lot of marketers and marketing teams put a lot of their priorities and programs on pause to say, we don't know what the environment is that we're working in. So let's understand that first. And I do think there was a lot of organizations saying, let's just not be the ones to make mistakes, be too aggressive, be too out there, be perceived as inappropriate or in, insensitive. And so they put some of that programmatic uh, objectives and goals on pause. And so now we feel a bit more comfortable with where we're at. We also identify as a, like a community 
that COVID's probably not going away for a while, but mm -hmm. in that it's time to get back to business in some way, shape, or form. And I think the secondary component, Chris, to what you're saying is that some things have changed, though, whether it's landscapes, environments, means in which we're going to go engage and attract audiences. And so there is a bit of a reboot for some particular portions of programs to say, uh, actually, conferences and trade shows, for example, are just not part of the equation for the foreseeable future. So we're going to have right. to pivot a little bit of what we do. Maybe there's some messaging adjustments accordingly that have to happen. Um, and I think now th there is a bit of that pressure for sure where marketers are back to being under the gun to deliver results, to, to obviously have a level of activity to support trying to get to those results. And it's September and there's basically three and a half months left in the calendar year to go show and sort of make up for what's been kind of a bit of a setback year. And one thing that hasn't way. changed is that um, organizations still have end of year uh, goals and objectives. That end of year is now, you know, three and a half months away. Um, and there's a realization that we've had a little bit of time to figure things out. It's going to be a little bit uncertain, but we have got to figure out uh, a way to, to try and meet those goals. Um, and, and obviously the recognition um, that there are, uh, you know, the technology has uh, played a huge component uh, for organizations uh, to be, to, to navigate around the situation. Um, but there, there's, some, there's some help that's needed to figure all of this out so that they can work towards the goals. Right. So, you know, I think that kind of captures what, what the front end of, of the challenges for a lot of these marketing organizations to sort of get up and go, as it were, um, especially in, if they've had, you know, a turnover in terms of agency or in terms of uh, resource uh, inside the organization, which may not be that they even let them go. It might just be because that those are individuals decided not to come back to work or whatever, whatever the situation may be, right? But I think a lot of them did maybe had a head count and then decided not to fill that head count. And now they're deciding to fill that head count, but you know, it's going to take, it's going to take a couple months to fill that head count or whatever the case may be. But in all, in all of this, it sort of goes to, I think a really good exercise for marketers to say, okay, you know, how fast can we actually spin up these programs? What foundation do we have in our program in, in our, in our, I guess our process or our roster as, as a, as a, as a team, as a department to be able to sort of pluck off the shelf and say, Oh, that's that type of thing. Okay. Let's go do that type of thing. And this is where I want to go next in terms of kind of the gaps that, that you guys are seeing on the, on the front lines when you scope these, these things out is that it starts to feel like they don't necessarily have all the pieces in place to be able to go pick that off. In, 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 I know there's a resource component where they, they just don't have the actual bandwidth as well, but it also feels like the strategy, the, the components of the plan are, are lacking a bit. Did you want to, who wants to take that piece first? I can, I can jump in because I think we're, we're in unique times. Like in, in some cases for some businesses, they're going to have to pivot a lot of what they do, whether it's messages or the actual application or possibly even the flip side of it, where this whole pandemic's been a bit of an accelerant for their business, their solution, and possibly industry. Sure, so there's some uncharted campaign territory in some cases. On either side of the coin, that's right. And yeah. so I, I think it's kind of a cool situation if you're a glass half full kind of person to say, we have a chance here to start anew with a program and let's just get back to basics, forget everything that we were doing and say, what do we need to do moving forward? And I think 
where we see a lot of challenges, the, the ideas are there. There's no shortage of ideas and potential approaches to go do that. But then there, there comes that next step of thinking, which is like, oh God, how are we going to actually do this? And I think like the, the biggest thing that we can do as an agency that would support these visions is to first say, okay, let's start small with one idea, get that foundation going and then iterate, improve, and grow that. I think too often we see organizations with that big vision and they get a bit choked up with, oh God, how are we gonna deliver the whole vision because they're not chunking it down into smaller pieces. And so the best thing that we're kind of seeing and saying to these organizations is let's just start small with something that we can deliver in four to six weeks. And then from there, build it out. Doing too much as we know leads to not doing enough. One other thing I might throw in there too, Kev, all those points are good. The, the, uh, another thing that's changed at kind of like more of a um, financial level is, uh, you know, the reins are a little bit tighter now where agencies used sure. to be kind of like, you know, on these, you know, kind of juicy retainers, like not us, but some agencies uh, where they were basically like the, uh, the department of ideas. Um, those are no longer, those budgets are kind of not there anymore. So now it's more like, project base. So now it's like, what are we going to get out of this thing? Like, like, so chunking it down as, as, as Kevin was saying is, is what the the marketing leader needs to do so that they can find uh, a, the the, the proper sort of vehicle for pulling that together and getting that executed without that sort of resource availability or that, that sort of on hand uh, availability that they had. Um, one other thing is, as, as Kevin was mentioning before, that, that things have been kind of put on ice for a while, is the platforms have maybe not been kept up the way that they maybe were during pre-COVID times. So it's like the, 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 the marketing automation platform, perhaps, maybe the CRM has been, you know, it needs a tune-up kind of thing. So it's like, what, what is actually there? What, you know, what do we need to kind of make sure that is in the kind of shape that we need it to be in to go out for these various, to go out to these various audiences with the message that we need, with the efficiencies that we need. So it's like, okay, break it down into, okay, I no longer can kind of do the thing that I used to do with having a nice big budget for this, uh, this agency to come in and do all this stuff. Now I need to chunk it down. I need to make sure that my programs are ready to kind of take on this additional workload. And I need to, to have somebody that can help me pull it all together and make sure that I can get out to all those three audiences. Cause it's not enough to get one anymore. You need to get all three. And, and I think tied into that, Chris, is as that thought process is occurring is um, the, the gaps are coming to the surface, right? So what is it that's preventing us from being able to do that? So is it a gap in uh, resources? You, Mike, you mentioned, you know, the, you know, hiring. Uh, is it a gap in expertise? Is it uh, mm. technology? Um, and likely it is um, multiples of those all together. And, and you sort of wrap that all together, you can see that that's, that can create this, this, you know, this, this panic slash pressure because realizing we actually don't have it all together. We know there are things that are missing, but there's this the expectation to get to the market, to market and deliver. And that, that creates a lot of pressure. You know, so yeah. I think is like this idea that I think whenever you have like, whenever you have situations like this where it forces a bit of like a, a reboot and a restart, 
and and not to mention like the tightening belts of you know financial resource it's going to breed creativity right like we're going to cut out a lot of this stuff that was sort of fluff or didn't really add value and going back to basics is going to really force us to look at the core principles right the medium and the message and from there we'll build out accordingly but the exciting part of all this is to say we're going to really try some things in those realms to see what's effective, what's not. And maybe it's a small little pivot in messaging that makes a big difference, or maybe it's a completely different way. We're looking at a purchasing journey or a buying funnel or like whatever the business sort of engagement path looks like. But I think that's really exciting too. Like how often as marketers do we get a chance to go back and say, you know what, we're just gonna try something totally new. Like that's pretty rare. So if yeah. we're glass half full, we're, we're in unique times which, with cool opportunity behind it. Yeah, but I also think what's happened with this, and correct me if I'm wrong, just to build on those gaps that, you know, you were started to pick on there, Robin, is that, you know, the it feels like some of the, um, can you guys hear me? It feels like some of the the projects or or the or the you know these organizations that we're talking to in some ways the programs or the platform that that they they're looking to develop there's not a lot to go on like I realize the CRM is probably there and it's probably in reasonably good shape the map's been there but they don't have that um you know, that foundation of a, of a marketing process. And I realize if the, if the channels and, and the medium are a lot, if there's a great change going on, let's just say for a minute, there is a great change going on. It's, you know what, we used to run webinars and, and we're just running them slightly different now. You know, we've adjusted our message, we've adjusted our approach and our cadence, because maybe we used to do as many events that, that we aren't doing anymore but we're, we're being brought in and we're seeing scenarios where, wow, there, there's still a disconnect. Like you, you were running webinars and, and maybe that was the previous team. I think it kind of leans into this idea that we few marketing departments are really looking at this as like a, as a department, as a process, you know, I'm not saying it's got to be so rigid that you can never adjust it or, um, you know, you're not going to evolve it and be creative, but it feels like a lot of these programs are kind of one and done. Well, we did a webinar. We did everything that we did was for that webinar and, and maybe we'll copy it, but there wasn't a holistic approach to the department that said, well, when we run webinars, you know, let's, let's think of all these things as it relates to the CRM, as it connects here, how do we clean the leads? How do they warm up? How do they score? So that the next time we want to run two or three or four of them, there's a whole level of thinking that's been taken care of. And now we're just looking at the individual content pertaining to that webinar. Is that, is that sort of what you're seeing, Kev, in some cases when you're being brought in to, you know, unpack the strategy side of it? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think you summed it up pretty nicely, to be honest. Like I wouldn't add a whole lot more there. That's, you know, there may be some different weightings as to like the different challenges within, but that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Which then leads me to, you know, to, to, to believe that as part of this reboot for marketers, you know, in, in this world of like, and it kind of goes to our next point of like, you, you do want to fill these gaps and I'll let you go, Chris, in a sec. You know, you don't want to miss anything because you're, you know, this, this current rush to complete some level of pipeline build and, you know, get back to business as it were you know, everybody's going to want to move quickly, but I, I don't think we want to take our eye off the fact that, you know what, those systems were messy for a reason, 
you know, the platform needs to be revived as we call it for a reason, you know, it really wasn't managed well. And it was because you, you know, there just was no process or, or, or um, kind of discipline around, around the department as it, as it were, it was just kind of like, let's hit the next quarterly number. Chris, go ahead. No, that's a, interesting. I was going to say that I thought that, uh, you know, to, to build on, on, on Kevin's point as well, like the things that the, the, the glass half full is that, you know, we're, we're now out there with the recognition of the sales plus marketing uh, um, requirement, the, the, the need to kind of have those two organizations running or the, those two departments running in sync. So that, that uh, sort of importance, what, what's happened with COVID, obviously, in a sense, we've kind of like been apart, but we've kind of come together maybe a little bit more to recognize that, hey, like we are in this sort of situation where we need to work a lot closer with our BDRs, with our sales, with the sales reps, account managers, et cetera, as a marketing department where, you know, probably a year or two ago, it was about lead generation. Yeah, that's a lead. Big check mark for the marketing department because we got a lead over yeah. there. And now we're sort of really sort of seeing the importance, having more of those discussions along with the BDR group, the sales group, along with our marketing, the marketing leadership that we're talking to, to kind of help to, you know, to bring those two together. Um, but yeah, I would say definitely the, the, the sort of the, 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 the siloing of, yeah, we're driving leads. That's what we're supposed to do. Maybe six to, to, to six months to a year ago, that was what was maybe sort of having a big sort of impact on what that platform was looking like when we reopen it now and go, Hey, we're pulling this together. Yeah. Having, we're, we're basically all on the same page now. We're all in this sort of world where we need to drive that uh, that business, not just the leads. We need to drive the business. And That's so exactly right. Like uh, I've had two conversations in the last few days that are just that, Chris. It's this theme of getting back to basics. And originally, at the beginning of the year, both of these um, completely different organizations they had intentions for we're going to try this technology. Some was going to go in an ABM direction and buy like a fit for purpose ABM tool. Another organization was going to do something radically different. COVID's come in, retweaked a bunch of priorities. They don't have the same budgets they had. They certainly don't have the time and bandwidth luxuries they had in January and sort of February. And so now it's like, okay, what can we really do? What's the, what are the basic things here? And it's always been like marketing sales together have to go do like marketing is sales, sales is marketing. So they've got to actually, to your point, it's a great one, work together in order to achieve the total objective, which is revenue growth and whatever targets are associated. And that kind of goes back to things that we've been seeing, you know, from, from way before the COVID area, that an organization that's just doing this one-off tactic, looking at a channel, so narrow focused, I mean, the, the, the possibility for success is, is so limited. And then, you know, Michael, to your point, you know, and then they kind of look back and say, oh, well, this one thing didn't work. So, you know, forget it. Because you, you, you didn't look at it with a strategy and a framework and a process. Uh, of course, it's just a one-off thing that's not thought out very well. And, and organizations can't afford to do that anymore. There, there's, you know, we're in, in a, a time crunch, we're in a crazy COVID crunch, and you, you can't afford to, to waste the, the time or resources on something that's just so limited. Well, I don't know if we, um, if we have anything on the gap fills or any other kind of specific gaps that you guys are seeing, you know, as you, as you go and do these strategy sessions where the light bulb goes off and says, 
Hmm. That's, uh, that's strange. We kind of would have thought for an organization like yours, that would be, you know, that would have been handled um, sort of, uh, yeah, any I, of those. I've got two, um, two sort of gaps and they're kind of, um, it's the same thought on different ends of the spectrum, but typically what we see is um, it, it comes down to the, like, the objectives and purposes and the detail that underlines it. And so sometimes there's that big vision where we say, this is, these are the things that we want to do and these are the outcomes we expect from it and that makes sense but there's a, a bit of a, a gap or what hasn't been yet pieced together is this idea of all the things that have to happen to get to that outcome right and sometimes it's putting shape to well it's going to be something as simple as three emails we're going to score and measure the engagement and then the following things happen with the leads that are engaged it could be that simple and that's one of the light bulb moments the the other side of the coin i guess that's a bit of a theme for this this week's episode but the other side of it is like they're really in the tactical they they know like oh we're going to send four emails it's going to happen over 12 days this happens if this happens but then it's like okay but how does that push back up to the outcome what's the process internally where sales gets involved and says i understand what all these little minor tasks do relative to where i step into the uh, prospect experience okay. journey. Yeah. so it's part of the same lens, but at different ends of it. Those are really the two gaps I see. The only other gap that I'll throw in there, Michael, is uh, we get the, um, you know, it's it, this has happened a lot more frequently lately, is that it's like the question is, how long will that take? So in other words, they've been dealing with maybe an agency that is good, but they're just finding that they're just not able to kind of there's just, it just doesn't feel like that, like there's the same level of urgency that they need out of their, out of their provider. So that's all oh, that slow, yeah. slow moving, too slow, too perfection oriented maybe. But I mean, it's like, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's like, you know, being perfect sometimes has a cost that just is not worth it. It's like, you need to get out there and act. And so it's like, there's that, that sort of long, that fine line of, okay. And then this is, I think where, where maybe there's a little bit more pressure on the marketing department uh, because the executive is saying, you know, when will that be done? When will that be done? We can only have, we can only wait for another two weeks or three weeks. And they're like, again, maybe those are somewhat, you know, ghost, uh, like not, not, not really. It's like, but, it, the, but the, the message is clear, needs to be mm -hmm. faster, needs to be better. And, and that's where uh, we're hearing a lot from, from our clients uh, and prospects that are saying, how long will that, will that take? Well, you know, we're, we have, have, have had many more conversations. I would say me and Kevin have had more conversations with clients who are like, you know, we're, we're being asked to do it in like this kind of time frame. But, you know, we, we feel like it should be more like this kind of time frame. Where are you guys with that? And we're basically having that, that sort of like, that wasn't happening two years ago. That wasn't happening. It's like, that's, to me, that's a, that's a new thing. And it's where a lot of, you know, the, the leadership of organizations are needing that, that sort of clarity of, you know, how long is it going to be? And do we have the right agency that's sort of with us on this, as opposed to just operating on their own timeline? Powerful. Powerful <laughs> statement. A lot of pressure, right? Yeah. Well, I think, um, yeah, I think the, you know, there's probably a whole podcast on that topic in terms of, you know, how do you, 
sort of the new the new agent agency you know from a performance marketing perspective and and you know the underpinnings of marketing automation that go with that you know how do you have the agility and the speed while maintaining i think what you talked about earlier what everybody's touched on is that strategy lens you know how, how do you get that as far down into the hands of the person that's executing at the agency um, and I think that's oftentimes what we what we've seen is that you know there's a, a tremendous amount of additional process around the edges in order to embody that strategy and make sure that by the time it gets down to the individual that's doing it that they're able to deliver something that's that's as close as possible and and that sort of methodology of of agency relations is I don't know if it's going away I, I don't know if, like how 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 it'll change but certainly from the, 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 the sphere of customers that we're dealing with, it seems to be an evolving expectation that, um, you know, things shouldn't need to take several meetings in order to get to a landing page and a level of customer journey that, you yeah. know, that, that, that you should be able to crack that out. I agree with that. I think like a lot of the engagements that we have, that we see, that we even talk about having the expectation from the marketer is uh, I want a strong agency that can think through a lot of this stuff and get me a, a draft stab at the vision. That's kind of like 80 to 90% of the way there. Like that is the expectation. And they're saying in some cases I'll even pay a premium for the kind of like agile and sort of really slick strategic marketing agency and say, I know what you're trying to do. It looks something like this, help me work out the small nuances of your organization and your sales cycles. And they're happy to do that. But I think they don't want to sit there and have to explain the entire vision to a point where they might as well just do it themselves. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we can we can pick up on that. But I think that was a good good place to to kick it. Unless anyone wants to chime in, any other elements? Good. Good. All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>